0: This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110.
1: Hello and welcome to Week 10 of The Coaches Show. On this edition, Mike Rankin and Christine Manica meet with St. Xavier Head football coach Mike Feminis for the final time in 2017 to recap a dramatic 30-29 double overtime victory over Olivet Nazarene University, as well as preview the upcoming NAIA postseason. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome in to WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago. My name is Mike Rankin, Christine Manica, also here with me. This is the Coaches Show, Week 10 edition, the final regular season contest, and we are joined by head coach of St. Xavier football, Mike Feminist. And Coach, I, I, I'm I, still trying to come down from that game on Saturday. <laughs> a, a 30-29 victory and double overtime. I mean, what were the emotions coming out after that win?
2: Well, it was certainly a, it was certainly a roller coaster you know uh for the for a third week in a row we find ourselves down two scores uh and this time at halftime so uh you know the 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 negative i told our guys is this it's, it's for the long term it's not a, it's not a good recipe to, to to always have to come back like that um and yet on the flip side um coming back from a, a two score deficit for the for the third week in a row and and Uh, being in so many close games all year is going to do nothing but benefit us uh, uh, I think in in, in the playoffs. There shouldn't there really shouldn't be a situation that um, you know that we're surprised at or or should ever make us panic you know from from here on out because we've gone through a lot of adversity.
1: Coach you mentioned playoffs congratulations. Appreciate (laughs) it. Uh, uh, Midwest Conference Uh, champions first time going back to the playoffs since 2015 and we're Trying not to look ahead to the playoffs. Of course, there's one more regular season game left, and that's Robert Morris university next week. Before we get to that, though, I still want to just go over just everything going on in that in that game last week against Olivet Nazarene. Um, first and foremost, that offensive line play opening up enough room for Mike Ivelo. What a game Mike Ivelo had. Uh,
2: you, you know what, Mike, um, Mike just had an incredible game. Matter of fact, it was, you know, I told our staff in, in all my time here, We've had some great running backs, and that that was one of the best performances that that we've had in, in our program's history. Um, Mike was running with authority on Saturday, and and not only that, I mean he he ran for 170 yards, but he, he caught four passes too for another 30. So he had he had over 200 yards of offense, and and we needed it because we, we really haven't gotten our running game going, um, you know, for the last few weeks, and and uh, it, it was it was a, it was certainly a shot in the arm. And and uh, you know, you mentioned our offensive line. I thought. I thought they did a lot better on Saturday I think we you know our offensive staff did a great job of tweaking some things up front and and making some adjustments and it showed on Saturday.
0: You know talking about Mike Ivo who is the senior and it was senior day on Saturday how fitting was it that Jesse Gonzalez got the Cougars the win?
2: Well Jesse's had an outstanding year but really in the last few weeks he's he's really dominated up front and um, you know he was one of our players of the game a week ago and and he was again Uh, on Saturday but uh, yeah I mean you can't get any more of a pressurized situation than uh, a two point conversion either win or lose the game and um, you know I give all that credit for for going for the win you know they they had nothing to lose in the game and and they had a chance to to beat a ranked opponent and I give them all the credit in the world but uh, our guys stood tall You know, and Jesse, uh, Jesse made a heck of a play there at the end to win it So you were facing
1: a 14 point deficit coming out of the half what were your messages to the team at halftime during the break
2: well, the first one was just just keep believing in yourselves. We've been here before. you know you gotta you know maintain your composure, don't panic. Um, I thought it was extremely important for us to go out and get a, to get a stop that that first series, uh, which we did. Um, you know, I thought our our, our kickoff team did a, did a fantastic job all all, all game um, of setting us off in good field position, but uh, they did it again start the second half. Uh, we held them. We were able to get the ball back, and we scored right away. And I, and I think that just that got everything that got everybody excited on the sidelines. Um, you know, our, our intensity just picked up from from there after that first stop, and and we kind of snowballed from there.
0: You've already mentioned how the offense has been starting off slow lately for the past couple of games. Now, what have they been doing this week in practice in order to improve their strength more at the start?
2: Well, I. The first thing is you got you you always got to give the other team some credit. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're obviously uh, they're trying to stop you too. So um, that that's the first thing. But um, you know what we just we we keep practicing it. We keep emphasizing it that we got to come out we got to come out fast. Um, you know, but when you have negative yards is to, to start a series that's that's always going to come back and, and bite you you know you you always want to pick up three four yards at least on first down so you're in a manageable situation on second and then hopefully third down and and we're certainly practicing it uh we we uh our, our plan is is not uh to to get down by a couple of scores every game <laughs> that's really not yeah. that's not part of the game plan we're doing everything we can to to fix it
1: so there was a couple situations there late in the ball game, Abdul Mahdi, one of the best kickers in the entire NAIA coming in and, and just, you know, not coming through in, in, in the game-winning situations twice. How did he take that? Because I know guys were around him and talking to him. How was he?
2: Yeah, Abdul was hurting after the game because he felt like he felt like he let down the team, you know, and, and um, you know, the, the the bottom line is this, and this is what I told him after the game, and, and I texted him later on that night, and a, and a bunch of his teammates did too, we wouldn't be where we are right now without Abdul. I, I mean, he he has for for a kid that I, I don't even think he knew what a football was uh, coming out of high school. You know, he was a great soccer player. Um, for him to have the career that he's had, and and he's and he's made a lot of huge kicks for us in his career. Um, and he made th- he he drilled three three field goals earlier right. earlier yes, in the game. He did. You know, and and. Um, you know that's why I told him. That's why there's only 32 of these jobs in the NFL because you've got to be a different breed to to be able to do it. You know, and and uh, I know there's nobody else on our team that that can do it. And uh, you know, it was just one of those things where, it, but it wasn't the, it wasn't the snap. It wasn't the hold. Everything was good. He's you know he owned it. He he missed he missed that one and and the one in overtime and and he was the first one to to get up and take responsibility. He asked if he could uh, you know talk in front of the team uh, before right at our team meeting. Uh, so I let him do that. And uh, you know what? Stuff happens. You know what? I, I thing is, I said, you're not the only one who made a mistake on Saturday. We all did. I, I shoot, the, uh, the the stupid head coach made a, a bad call on fourth and one and a half from our own 30-yard line or whatever it was. So we all make mistakes. Uh, the bottom line is we won the football game. Uh, we're moving on, and I, and I know he's going to have a great rest of the year.
1: Coach, lay the ball game. Uh, I, I It was... It was some kind of momentum shift when it was a fourth or fourth and two uh, in, into your own territory with about a minute 40 left, and the defense comes in, stops them by a matter of an inch. I mean, mm-hmm. it was about as close as it gets. Yep. How incredibly insane was that play?
2: It was insane. I couldn't believe it. There were a couple, uh, there were, there were a couple situations um, where there were fourth and shorts and third and shorts where uh, you know we thought a guy got a first down he didn't get a first down and vice versa and I think it happened on both teams um, I thought they had caught a break earlier in the game on one of those situations on one where the the ref didn't even want to measure right and then mm-hmm. and then on that one that was extremely close I was literally standing right across there and I told our guys I'm like this is this is literally a half inch one way or the other so fortunately, uh, we we had the extra half inch on our side. You know that, that's uh, sometimes you gotta be lucky involved, and, and I think we were fortunate there.
0: You have one more game left against Robert Morris, the last regular season game. How will this game, if it is a, su- a successful performance, impact the postseason?
2: Well, it's it's a huge game for a couple of reasons. You know, is is successful as we've been as a, as a program, we have. Uh, I think this will be our eighth. I think our eighth conference championship, but uh only two of those um were sole possession. Uh firstly, we we've shared conference championships for for six of for six of the eight. Uh our two undefeated teams in 2009 and 2010 won won the league outright. So this would be our first time, you know, winning the league outright uh since 2010. Uh, even our 2011 team, we we weren't the conference champion that year. Um so I think it's big from that standpoint but even more so you know we're we're literally one spot away from from hosting the first round game the the top eight teams host uh so as far as we're concerned it's it's a must win for us no no matter you know what we're doing next week who we're playing Uh, but i'd certainly rather play at home uh, we're going to need a little bit of help. Somebody in the top four, you know, four through eight is going gonna, is gonna to have to lose, and there's certainly more than a couple situations that can happen on Saturday. But we got to take care of our business. Um, we'll find out what goes on in those other games, and then we'll uh, we'll find out on Sunday who we're playing.
1: Head coach Mike Feminist joining us here on the coaches show live on WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago. It's the last coaches show with St. Xavier head coach Mike Feminist. He's got duty, right, it's his <laughs> playoffs is very very important especially coming up after next week before we get to the playoff conversation let's preview the matchup a little bit about Robert Morris University they're 2 and 8 but that doesn't necessarily speak to the level of talent that they have on their team
2: no it's it's very misleading uh in in fact they can easily look at look at their schedule and our schedule and and our our our, <laughs> our records could probably be reversed i they they can they're sitting at 2 and 8 and they can very very easily be Seven and three, or eight and two, right now. Uh, I think five or six of their losses have been by seven or points or less. Uh, and yet, you know, we've been on the, on the flip side of that. You know, we've we've won four very close games, and so we can we could easily be sitting here at, at whatever four and six, or five and five and four, or whatever it is, right now. So we've won our close games; uh, they have not won theirs. Um, I told our players, uh, as far as I was concerned, going into the game, as far you know, I'm sure they're thinking, hey, you know what. We've beat them three straight times now, and and that that's the truth. And we have to we had to own that. Uh, we talked about that in the in the off season, uh, going into this season. I think um, if I looked at it correct, I, I believe we're like fifty and six against the other Chicago teams, uh, the other Chicago area teams uh, since nineteen ninety nine, and yet we're two and three against Robert Moore. So uh, you got to give them credit. They've uh, you know they've been fortunate enough to beat us for the last three years. Um, Two of those years, I don't think we didn't have our, our starting quarterback in the game, uh, but they beat us, you know, and, and we're lucky this year that we have legitimate two, two number ones. So as much as we miss Justin, uh, you know, Alex has done a fantastic job and and hopefully he puts one more great game together, and, uh, you know, we're sitting here on Sunday with a 9-1 record.
0: Let's kind of go back to ten weeks ago when the first coaches <laughs> show, show happened. Um, if I told you then your team was going to be eight and one on the season, undefeated in the conference, would you think I'm crazy at this point? No,
2: because I, <laughs> I, yeah, quite honestly, I expect to win every football game. And probably every coach feels that way, but um, I always feel that way. I, you know, I, I don't ever want to take a backseat to anybody. I certainly respect any team that we play, but. Um, you know, when we step on the field, I, I my expectation is is to win. So, um, I, I guess on the other hand, I, I'd say if you know you told me you, we we're going to be eight and one, I'd be mad. I'd say, why aren't we nine and zero? Oh? <laughs> 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 so, I'll, I'll 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 answer it that way. Am, am I happy with where we're at? Uh, yes. You know, when they only lost the season to the number one team in the country, who who still hasn't lost the game yet, um, it's certainly a pretty successful season. But uh, you know, we we still got business to take care of.
1: I think looking at the game last week against Olivet, I could, that was personally for me watching Alex Martinez play one of his best performances really in his career. I mean, the numbers don't really tell the story uh, mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. when you look at it uh, on the stat sheet, but man, he was making plays with his legs, he was escaping pressure, he was making the right reads, and he ran that offense you know like he's been a four-year starter. How important is he moving forward now against Robert Morris, assuming that Hunterford's still dealing with that knee injury?
2: Well, Alex, Alex did have a really good game, and I, you know, I think when you have a running game or some semblance of a running game, you know, that takes a little bit of pressure off you, you know, from a from a quarterback standpoint. Because if you're not a running threat, then you're one dimensional, and and it makes things a little bit easier on on a defense. You know, when when a defense has to respect what you're doing in the running game, you know, it, it makes things a little bit easier uh, and it opens things up in the passing game. So, I I thought. Alex did a fantastic job because not only you know throwing the ball and, and everything else, but he made checks at the line, you know, convert, you know, changing a, a pass play to a to a running play on multiple occasions when the defense dictated that. And, and we had some big runs on third and long that that got us first downs, and that's because Alex changed the play at the line. So, you know, that was that was all him.
1: That was outstanding stuff. We were on the booth, Christine. Oh my gosh! It. Third down and long. This is the third running play they're calling again. It's been yep. working, so that's really good stuff. All right, let's talk about the playoffs now. You got to shift the mindset. Of course, there's one regular season <clears throat> game left, but is there a different approach now in the way you are taking it from day by day throughout the week of practice when you're preparing for a playoff game?
2: No, I mean we still have to. We got to take care of the Robert Morris game on, on Saturday that's that's first and foremost you know and that's where all of our attention is um, you know with that said on Sunday uh, our Sunday Monday is going to be a little bit different than normal uh, usually our, on Sunday our guys are completely off uh, except to go in and get rehab and then uh, on Monday you know you review film from Saturday and then you, you get into your opponent and you also you know we get our liftings on a Monday What we're going to do because of what the nai does they have a a selection sunday uh, type of thing at at four o'clock to do a show um that they live stream Uh, so we bring the guys in early we get them we get them lifted uh, we get all their weightlifting stuff done uh before that we'll bring them in about four o'clock have a team meeting find out who we're playing and have a little pizza party to celebrate uh you know hopefully an undisputed conference championship and and then um you know coach has got to get to work you know those guys uh the players will get the rest and relax Sunday night and then um, Monday when we come back uh, then the guys will be it'll all be you know meetings and get ready for our first round opponent.
1: Christine anything else?
0: It's spoken like a true coach I mean mm-hmm. that that's awesome I really I wish you the best of luck for I this appreciate playoff.
1: It.
2: Coach Mike Feminis,
1: uh we want to everybody on behalf of WXAV we want to give you a big thank you very much for coming out of the program each week and being willing to participate. Uh, we've gotten a lot of fo- positive feedback, so hopefully the success continues. And as I let you go, I just want to ask you one final question: um, What about this group that you can say uh, you can take away from that kind of separates them from those in your past?
2: The the, the immediate word that comes down, comes to me is is resilient. You know they are uh, they are a resilient group, and and you know I'm trying to look back at our, our teams that have gone either undefeated or or 9 and 1 or 10 and 1 um the majority of those teams uh you know we had separate ourselves from our opponents a lot of those were were games won by big scores and and things like that we have really had to to grind <laughs> to to get victories this year and you know there's a they have a they've got a mindset you know and 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 um, they've got a mindset that they're that they're not going to lose and they're going to find a way to win. No matter how we're playing for the first three quarters or even the fourth quarter, if things aren't going our way, they really believe that, that they're somehow going to win a football game. And I, I think that that says a lot about this group. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've had a blast coaching them uh, in – um, it's certainly been a stressful year <laughs> because you'd, ser- you'd certainly like the games yep. <laughs> to be uh, decided a lot earlier, but uh, you know, it's certainly a group that I'll never forget, and hopefully we can keep this going for another four or five weeks. Yep.
1: Hi, hey, Coach Mike Feminist, joining us on the Coach's Show. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll recap the show. You're listening to WXAV 883 FM Chicago. welcome back to the coach's show here on WXAB 883 FM Chicago. Christine Manica and Mike Rankin here with you. The last time Christine we were able to speak with head coach Mike Feminist of St. Xavier football and what a guy. What a guy. This guy this guy absolutely knows what he's doing. I mean that goes I mean he's been saying. doing it for 19 sure. seasons. You said some pretty good success, huh? <laughs> Eight conference championships, yep. uh, plenty of playoff opportunities and we're we're getting set for playoff football here at St. Xavier again for the first time in two years and I, I can't wait. Uh, this is my personally, personally for me the first time that I'll be watching this team go into the postseason yep. but first we got to look to Robert Morris and it's kind of hard for us knowing that they're going to the playoffs and there's still a regular season game. Up.
0: I mean we talk about all the time how we don't want to look ahead at a situation but they're already in the playoffs. That's the thing. You can't help but get excited for this team and but you know looking to see what's on the horizon for them and I, I can just tell that it's going to be a crazy postseason, and it's going to be fun and exciting, and when's it going to be next yeah, week right. already? That's what I'm thinking of right
1: now. And this team's got the talent. We've been saying it all season long. This team has the talent. If they can put together a complete performance, uh, who knows how far this team can go. But I want to go back to something that head coach Mike Femme said while we were talking to him on the show, and that was related to the way he responded to Abdul Mahdi and the way, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, as athletes we've been there. Oh yes, you have, I think the worst feeling in the entire world is knowing that you let down your team, right? I just holding that burden for you. And for guys, we saw it even on the field right away. They were going up to him. Yeah, they're patting him on the head. They were obviously talking to him and and giving and they were consoling him. And then just Fem being the guy who he is immediately recognizes that and he talks to him personally. That's gotta mean so much coming as a player from your coach, you know, it, knowing that he has your back.
0: It definitely gives a player that confidence and that reassurance saying, hey, you know what, it's okay. Because Abdul Mahdi, he is the, probably the best kicker in the MSFA, probably the best in the in the NIA if you look at it that way. But um, everyone has their off days. You, you know, it's it happens, like the ba- yeah. Bad News Bears. They have their <laughs> off days every Sunday. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. But the way that the team just supported Mahdi through his, like, little breakdown that he had it was just amazing to see and what Coach Fem said about this group as a whole about their resiliency and their adversity that they've dealt with this season it shows that how close knit this team really is.
1: Yeah we talked about it early on I mean this is the last show with with Coach Fem, and we, we got to learn a little bit of the inside scoop of what's going on in the clubhouse and I think one of the main takeaways at least for me was understanding that players understand well, they had this chemistry together yep. and it's been working and this is something that's totally different from last year guys are, are buying into the system I think we talked to, to Coach Femme last week and he mentioned guys who are third in the depth chart are, are waiting in the wings and they're ready to go and when their number's called they jump in and it's like they're a starter everybody's producing everybody's on the same page and and that's just something you need in a a team sport like football
0: and it it even shows too if when a player goes down or when a player is ejected that next guy is always going to be ready to take its place and almost going to be like a mirror image of that first starter
1: we talked to jesse gonzalez glenn smith the third we talked to joe bailey abdul mahdi mark strubiak mark strubiak josh Hediger. And I believe that's it, right? I think. And then
0: my little sideline interviews, my little things on the yeah, side. Right. You can count those. But I'm
1: saying here, I think that, I think I covered all the players yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, and head coach Mike Femin is coming on each week. One big shout-out to everybody involved here in this production and, and those of you listening either live on 883FM or on SoundCloud. We really appreciate the support. And we'd love to see you, hopefully, at Bruce Deaton Memorial Field, barring the outcome of Saturday's game. Of course, you heard it from Femme. Cougars are gonna need a little bit of help with teams ahead of them in the standings in the in the top eight, but you get a win. I feel like somebody's gonna lose. I,
0: I feel like that way too. I feel like they're just gonna sneak into that top yeah. eight spot. And That's get, how I'm feeling right and they now. They get
1: recognized as the eighth team in the country, the best eighth best team in the country, and that would. Give them a home playoff game and yeah. there's nothing better than that. So let's let's look forward to that until um two weeks from Saturday. We'll have to wait until this Saturday. Pati-
0: patiently, very patiently. Because it's my first postseason too, Mike. Yeah, so bought
1: it. It's a celebration. I mean, it is. For Robert Morris University, hopefully it's not a celebration. <laughs> hopefully the Cougars can come away victorious. It's gonna be a tough task. This Robert Moore Robert Morris University group, two and eight on the season, but Involved in a lot of close affairs, a lot of one-score contests, and it's going to be a battle, especially on the road. So we'll talk to you on Saturday. Christine, final thoughts on the final show with St. Xavier football head coach Mike Feminist.
0: Gosh, go Cougars. I'm ruined for you guys, in all honesty. This is going to be a great, great rest of the season.
1: You can listen to Christine and I, as well as Sean Anderson, for the remainder of the St. Xavier football season right here on 88.3 FM Chicago and WXAV. Com. One more thank you to Head Coach Mike Feminist and everybody who was involved in the program for Christine Manica. My name is Mike Rankin. We will talk to you on Saturday, Robert Morris, at 3 o'clock p.m. Kickoff is scheduled.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.